What is good, Ambush? And welcome. Welcome to this week's episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. I am your host here on the DTP. I am the Colton G. And this week on Desert Tiger, I am joined by Arash Grove. So we talk about his new EP, Weekdays, Friday Vibes. And we're going to be playing all three tracks off of this EP for you today. So you're definitely going to want to be sticking around for all of those as well to hear all about the songs. Friday Vibes is also part two of a three-part series, this weekdays series. So of course, you know we're also going to be diving into part one of weekdays. That is Thursday Feels. We're also going to be jumping into Roshan's progression as a musician, as a writer. It all started with a school class project. How exactly did he progress from the classroom into releasing his own music? We're also going to be talking about his first moniker, RTB the Writer. A bit about that period and what was the choice like to shift to Rosh Grove? Why did he make this decision? We're also going to be diving into Rosh's experience is as an actor. Rosh has a acting degree from York University in Ontario, and he also has some credits as a stage actor as well. How has his time, his experiences as an actor, how has it helped him as a musician? And of course, we're going to be talking about Rosh's message of overcoming adversity and some of the challenges that he has faced along his way on his journey. Yes. All of this and much more in today's episode with Rosh Grove. We're going to be getting to the first track off of Friday Vibes right away. But first off, I just want to go ahead and shout out ILoveDTP.com because that is the best place where you can go ahead and support the Desert Tiger podcast by checking out the website, maybe purchasing a little bit of merchandise and well, then wearing that merchandise everywhere you go to show your support of the show. I love DTP.com. Two new designs coming next week. Yes, next week. All right. Why don't we go ahead and kick this party off? Why don't we keep it a little low key? Turn them, turn up. Watch the stove, it might burn up. Who am I? Just an average guy, one of the best you ain't heard of. On the rise, but still low key. Dreams drop, but I don't sleep. I'm a nice guy, but I throw heat and I bust shots like Kobe. Long nights turn to short days. What can I say? That's how Roche plays. Three chains, I'm just boasting. And I don't tie, no crochet. Skip the loud for the cold of silence. But I'm always plugged like a home appliance. First offense, you get no compliance. I'm a big boss, no client. I make my moves in the dark on the low. Share all my business with people I know. If you're a lame trying to get in the game, I'ma throw you the shade and show you where to go. Call me whatever, but fool or a skeptic. But trust is the thing that cannot be neglected. Saving my money, don't pay for attention. And always stay scheming for further transgression. I'm just warming up. Are you right to be scared? 
I be saying words, but I don't speak. On the real, but I don't preach. I keep going in, cause I don't sleep. Keep it trail if you know me. If you know me, keep it low key. Keep it low key. Keep it low key. Right there if you know me. Keep it low key. Keep it low key. Keep it low key. Right there if you know me. Don't let them tell it. Trust me, they ain't gonna sell it. Say they be making it rain. But only if y'all got umbrellas. Don't be convinced. They stories legit. They say it's a splash, but it's barely a trip. Swinging the mist, got nothing to diss. They shooting the shots, but be piling up bricks. I move in silence, they cashing the checks. Don't need the bank, cause I'm rich in respect. I still be dripping to show them the flex. Holding the flame, for me it's no press. I'm on a scheme, chasing a dream. About to do things that you will not believe. I keep the smile that makes your girl scream. Since I'm on the low, for me it's a breeze. I get it in every time, it's a win. Ain't nothing funny, but still keep a grin. Keeping it wavy, you never get lazy. Y'all starting over while I just begin. Keep it low key if I throw you a bone. Cause it's always better to sit on the throne. Don't get it twisted, my team moving strong. But I make it look like I do this alone. <laughs> That's how I like it, man. Keep moving the silence low-key, you know what I mean? <laughs> I be saying words, but I don't speak. On the real, but I don't preach. I keep going in, cause I don't sleep. Keep it trill if you know me. If you know me. Keep it low-key. Keep it low-key. Keep it low-key. Low right there if you know me. Keep it low key, keep it low key, keep it low key, right there if you know me. The Desert Tiger Podcast. What's going on, Colton? I am fantastic. What is good with you, uh, Roche? I believe it is. Oh, uh, Rosh, Rosh, yeah. Rosh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like Rosh, but hey, you know, either way is good, man. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure. All right. Either way, glad to hear that you're having a good day. Oh man, you gotta be happy on a day like this, man. Especially through these times, you know. Agreed, agreed. You have to learn to smell the roses and appreciate the uh, beauty that is available. Exactly, man. That's the facts right there, man. For real. Your day's going okay as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's uh, very nice and sunny outside. I just came back from making some tea and a quick snack, so I'm a, I'm in a good mood. Oh, nice, man. Shoot. Always got to have the tea on deck, man. Still oh, yeah. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> gotta have that ready for real man mm -hmm. all right fantastic awesome so we're connecting to talk a little bit about some weekdays uh-huh 100 man shoot i appreciate you having me and uh you know just thankful to to get to connect with you man and just chat about uh, some good music coming out you know <laughs> yeah for sure for sure we'll cover the bases no doubt i'm i'm loving the tunes i've just actually was jamming to them while i was making my tea so you know oh, keeping nice. them fresh on mind <laughs> oh, i appreciate that man thank you for the love man no He's worries no worries all right so you want to just jump right into it hey let's do it man it's the best way to do it all right so where exactly does the writing begin because you are quite a writer you've been writing for a while so exactly what led to you first 
putting that paper and pen together? Oh, man, it actually started uh, when I was really, really young, around um, age 11. Um, I remember I was in school, I think it was in the fifth grade at that point, And um, there was an assignment that came out that was like, hey, uh, I want you to write something, whether it's a story, a song or a rap. And, you know, at the time in my life, I was more into rock music. But, you know, I listened to like Eminem and 50 Cent and everything. I was like, you know, what? let me try to write a rap and just see like try my hand at it, you know, and see how it comes out. And, um, you know, it was like, looking back on it now, it was very beginner, but you know, there was, there were some gems in there that I felt, you know, really inspired something in me that, uh, I had never felt before. So I just kind of kept rolling with it. And now about 16 years later, man, just still, still rolling hard, still got the desire and still got the passion for it. Nice, nice. So it was actually school that helped lead you into this passion. Usually school's trying to lead people away from the artistic pursuit. So I'm glad to hear that that wasn't the case here. Yeah, yeah. I was always the type that uh, I, was, I was a good kid, man. Like I, I enjoyed school and I always tried to embrace it for, you know, what it was. And, you know, I would look for pockets of that kind of stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. most of the inspiration comes outside of school, but you know, there was always opportunities within assignments uh, to, you know, express yourself artistically. So that was something that, you know, always drew me to it. Oh, fantastic. So, of course, within the school, there is the environment of, you know, you need it for a class requirement. But once you take it outside of that classroom, how do you begin to progress? Like, learning how to not only create beats but even just find other producers and stuff to be able to record master all of that from taking Mm -hmm. it from that classroom and beginning to write how do you begin to learn all of the other aspects that go into this game i think that it starts with you know your level of passion for it because if you just want to be an artist that just you know sings every now and then then you're not really going to seek those things out and you're not really going to dive deep into you know behind the scenes of everything right for me it was i loved music and i was like you know i started asking myself questions well you know i love writing but you know what what is the whole artistry behind production and you know what's the whole artistry behind marketing and building a brand and whatnot so it really started with developing a passion within the other aspects outside of songwriting songwriting and then you know you kind of just do some google searches or you know you look at like your who you listen to um one of the earliest inspirations for me was uh was neo and i looked at him like wow okay well he's a songwriter but who's right who else is writing these songs you know Mm -hmm. so when i would buy albums i would actually look at the credits inside and to see like oh okay so this was produced by stargate okay well who's stargate then you look at that and be like, oh, okay, these are uh, some Swedish producers that, you know, have created all these hits of some people that I like. Um, well, okay, who's this person? And, you know, who's this manager that, you know, looks after this side and everything? So I feel like it, it really just stems out of how passionate you are that will make you go and start seeking those opportunities. And then you learn things about yourself as you go along. For myself, I, I really picked up a, a passion for production by learning about you know how these people make these awesome records and i and i sat down and said you know i want to be the one that does that as well and also if you know the artist thing doesn't work out man maybe i could still be connected to music by producing or writing records (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's fair so at what 
age do you feel that you started creating your own beats and exactly like what software or exactly what were you using at that point in time? Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. I think uh, I was around 15 when I really started to find myself when I first uh, created my first persona, which was RTB the writer. Um, And I was using actually FL Studios. Um, and it was a friend of mine that actually told me about the software and said, hey, you know, like you can, this is like a jump off point that a lot of producers started with. Um, so I I feel like I I did a mini hustle. I think I, I was like delivering newspapers or something to be able to buy it. Um, and then I have uh, an uncle in my family who actually sat down with me and was teaching me about instrumentation and, you know, uh, about time signatures and, you know, different sounds that you can create. Um, and a lot of it was just me kind of just spending countless, countless hours of just sitting in front of a computer and just learning this and putting in this generator and, you know, playing with these instruments and whatnot and just really starting to grasp how the, 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 um, the program works in a sense. So it was, uh, it was a lot of uh, early influences from other people that I knew that were doing it. Um, but really it was around 15 when I really started to, figure out who I was and and that I wanted to take this seriously. Awesome. So what was the idea behind the first moniker, RTB the Writer? Oh, man. (laughs) It's actually a funny story because at that point, you know, you start looking at the different artists that are around at that time. And I think around, that was maybe 2005, 2006, um, you know, 50 Cent was big and TI was big and, um, you know, you, you start thinking like, okay, well, I have to have a catchy name. Um, I remember looking at Gucci Mane and I was like, you know, that's kind of cool because it's something that he likes and he's creating a persona off of that. So my whole thing was always uh, songwriting and I wanted to emphasize the fact that I was a songwriter and I love writing music. And um, I thought, you know what, well, the best way to personalize this is, you know, just take my initials, right? RTB and then just say what I am, the writer. <laughs> yeah, and so it's very it, it sounds like i wanted to give something like very like in depth and you know had like a very deep meeting but it was really just what it was like rtb the writer that's who i am and you know when you get when you listen to my music that's what you're gonna get <laughs> okay okay so around the point that you start releasing albums it was well you actually also start your first record label so i'm guessing that also ties into the research of all of the different processes of the business yeah yeah because i realized at that time you know a lot of rappers especially would have like you know they'd be associated with a label or like a gang in some sort of sense um not a gang in terms of like you know a violent gang but like you know just a music related gang a crew Um, yeah yeah crew there we go that's the better way to say it (laughs) um so i just thought you know what let me to to be seen as professional let me sort of emulate what these guys are doing um and one of my earliest influences is uh jay-z and his whole rockefeller movement you know that was something i was like okay well if i'm going to come out and try to be like these guys then i have to have my own sort of identity my own um sort of platform to kind of put myself out there um and that's where right away entertainment really started um and it sort of uh led to me learning the business side of the Right, because it's one thing to be a good artist and make good music, but it's a whole other aspect to, you know, be a celebrity in a sense, and and you know to build your brand and and to build a cult following. So right away, just kind of became the 
guess the business behind the artist uh, to to put it very simply awesome definitely trying to dive into all of the different aspects and jay-z is definitely a good role model for that aspect is he's tackled so many different things for sure man it's inspiring man like jay like even diddy and you know just really became an entrepreneur of the of, of the of the industry and that's that's something that i was glad to take an influence from fantastic all right so those first couple albums is rtb the writer looking back what do you see from the individual you were then and now seeing how have you felt that you've grown from those moments oh man it's always nice to look back and you know to to get an idea of like what mindset you're in like i was actually listening to uh my first album the writer way the other day um and i'm really proud to say that you know nothing has ever made me cringe in terms of, you know, oh, why did I sing this? Why did I say that? Uh, I think it was just a very good beginning of who I was as an artist and, and, and what I was trying to say. My, one of my goals has always been, you know, overcoming adversity and, and conquering struggle and always doing things out of passion. Um, I think the only thing I was missing back then was just, you know, a very concrete idea of what to say and how to say it in terms of concept wise um but the way that it's it's helped me now is that i've been open to so many different avenues of music you know um one of the things i always used to do was do things myself and i i said like i'm going to be the only one that holds myself accountable so i'm going to be my own songwriter producer engineer you name it i'm going to do everything and nowadays I realize that being a jack of all trades makes you a master of none. And that's not something that you really want to put out there as somebody who has an identity of I'm a songwriter and I'm doing this and I'm owning this aspect of the game. Um, so it taught me that I can be good at one thing and okay in another, but then open that avenue to somebody else who might have the skills to get me to where I want to go. So for example, I always saw myself as an okay producer, but my style was very niche and unique. But then I said, you know what, let me try to reach out to other people who are masters of production. Um, and that led to uh, collaborations with Kings and, and one of my, my closest friends, uh, Tony Anvil, who are good at that aspect of it, um, which also led into, you know what, there's engineering and, and mastering. And there's some people who have an art form that's dedicated just to that. So if I connect with those people, then they can help elevate what I'm trying to do. Um, so looking back on it, it's just interesting to see that I was doing it all myself and I'm very impressed by that. But knowing now that it's okay to be a master of one thing and then to work with other people that are masters of other things. Mm -hmm. It's always good to have a knowledge of things just in case you ever have to cover some of those bases yourself at any point in time. But of course, always connecting with other individuals also does allow you to help shine yourself because you get to focus more on the other parts of what you're doing. Exactly. And that's one thing that I learned early on because I used to, I was big on education and my mom is actually really big on my uh, getting an education in the entertainment side and the management side of music, because you always hear these stories about artists that you know, get taken for a ride or in bogus deals and stuff because they don't necessarily understand 
or have the right people around them to make them understand what's going on in terms of contracts and whatnot. Um, so that was something that was very important to me to be have an understanding of everything, but you know, just so I don't get taken for a ride, if anything. Absolutely. So you mentioned earlier that you have a message of facing adversity. So if you don't mind, what are some of the adversities that maybe you had to face in the earlier stages of your career and maybe still continue to face? Yeah, for sure. You know, I think the main one was coming from a single parent household and I have two sisters. You know, I wasn't able to always, you know, participate in things that would help me or advance me in my career. Um, one of the earliest things was I always wanted to learn how to play the piano and play guitar, but we didn't necessarily have the funds to allocate to that because, you know, it's got to spread. And, you know, that's, that's everybody's story. That's life. But what, what it did to me was it actually inspired me to figure out other ways of, of doing it. So if I wasn't able to pay for a classroom to get in there, then how can I still try to learn how to play the piano? Um, so when I was in high school, I actually was really cool with my music teacher. Um, and, you know, I told him that, you know, I'm really interested in learning how to play, but, um, you know, I just don't have anything or a, a place to go to, to practice. Do you mind if I just, uh, you know, go into the, the back room and just kind of mess around with it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was nice enough to, to recognize that I had this drive and this hunger that he would allow me to stay in the room. You know, you just be like, Hey, you know what, just lock up when you're done and, you know, have at it. So every day after school, like I would spend maybe like three or four hours just sitting at the piano, just playing notes and just trying to learn how to move my fingers and really understanding like the tones and, you know, everything so that when I would go to making my own music, I could actually play something. Um, And the same thing happened with guitars. Like, you know, when I got a little bit older, I, I was able to, you know, make my own money and then allocate it to towards going to university and just getting a basic understanding of it. So, you know, it, it was, it was really hard, you know, coming up because, you know, there's a lot of things that you want to do and you think that, you know, getting a lesson from this person is going to help you progress, like in terms of your growth and your knowledge and stuff. But sometimes it's really just depends how passionate you are and, you know, it's going to make you figure out other ways to go get it. Absolutely. So we mentioned some of the idols that inspired you coming out of some of these adversities before inside of a musical sense. But going through some of your social media, I saw a post that featured Carter from The Weekenders, which is a show (laughs) I also watched when I was growing up. So I'm wondering, what were some of your influences outside of music? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I'm a student of uh, the theater. You know, that's what I went to school for. And um I was always really, uh, really into film and, and acting at a very young age. So I used to watch a lot of cartoons and, and you know, I used to study actors. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny because I'm the type of, uh, well, my friends usually say that I'm the type you come to to get like a really in-depth review of things because I look at things differently. But um, I was really inspired by, you know, different actors, including Will Smith, um, Denzel Washington and, you know, um, Michael B. Jordan even nowadays because they do so like you can kind of see the same passion and the same drive in what they do. Um, and they're also very inspiring and influential individuals where they they have this message of, you know, do things out of passion and good things will come. 
Um, so very inspired by film, also uh, really into art as well. Um, classical, classical, uh, sorry, <laughs> just trying to uh, gather my thoughts here. Um, you know, and, ju- and just the whole um, aspect of growing in terms of uh, uh, learning different languages and learning about different cultures and stuff, you know, seeing the way that the world is outside of your own world and your own perspective, you know, definitely those things that I take influence from and, you know, just helped shape me into the, the person I am today. All right. Fantastic. I love that. So you mentioned acting in film and you actually have a degree in theater as well. You have some credits mm-hmm. in the Toronto theater scene too. So what was that what inspired you to pursue that dream? You know, it's it was always a battle coming up because I had always been equally passionate about music and film um, from a very young age. And even all the way up into my like the end of high school, I was like, okay, well, you got to focus on one. Like, what are you going to do? So what I said to myself was, you know what, I think I have a good grasp of music outside of school. So now let me try to pursue it let me pursue acting like inside so that I can really get an understanding of how that world is. Because at that point in my life, I had no one around me who was into theater or into film at all, as much as I was. Um, So it was a very cool experience going to York and, you know, being around people who are just as passionate, if not more than I was. Um, And it kind of showed me that there are so many different things that you can do with that art and how it intersects with different art forms like music. Um, So it inspired me to really take that aspect of filmmaking and, you know, link it to my music in terms of uh, how I make visuals and and how I do cover art and stuff to kind of create like a whole experience outside of just listening for for my fans and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it helped you grow your game and other aspects that you maybe hadn't exactly developed quite as much from the visual standpoint, whereas you had already handled the audio. Oh, 100%. I even think that it it helped me grow in terms of the audio aspect of making music because in, in acting, what they teach us is that, you know, it's very important to have a lived experience and to you know experience emotion wholeheartedly so that you can de- deliver an authentic sort of experience for for people that watch your films or, or whatever so it made me think about that well how do i do that with music if i'm making a song that's very sad and i want people to relate to it that have gone through a breakup then i need to showcase that pain with the way that i sing or the way that i rap or you know um, if it's not coming out fully in the audio aspect of it, then the visual has to really represent that. Um, so I really owe a lot of um, my success and my understanding of music to to my acting experience and, and the things that I did at York. Yeah. I said I gotta learn to let go of it Cause I'm not trying to fall in love yet Gotta learn to let go of it Cause I'm not trying to fall in love Gotta learn to Games. 
time never love finally here with you and i've been so lost in despair chasing the hearts of the ones who don't care i don't want you all caught up no i swear no cause that shit ain't never fair you want someone really nice Desert Tiger Podcast. After you graduate from York, you eventually make the decision to move on from RTB the writer, moving towards your new persona. So what was the decision behind doing that? Oh, for sure. Um, It was really driven on uh, me just being in a different place than I was when I was RTB the writer. Um, I had actually gone through a little bout of depression from 2015 to like the end of 2017, um, just because, you know, I was, it, it was, it's hard making it as an actor and, you know, trying to pursue your art um, because as we know, it's not one of those careers that's guaranteed. Um, and, you know, just other things that were going on in my life that, uh, you know, made me question my talent, made me question if I was going in the right direction and it literally was one day I just snapped out of it and said, you know what, you've made it this far and you are literally doing, forgetting the reason why you do this. And that's because it's, you're passionate about it. So when I was coming back to the music, I was like, you know what, I don't feel that this name represents who I am. And it, it's very childish in a sense, you know, because like I said earlier, I, I created it um, based on what I used to see rap as back in like the early 2000s but now being in the 2010s you know it's time for me to grow up and you know i wanted it to become a more personalized experience and you know something that you know i could feel good about putting out so rosh grove really became something more synonymous with how i was thinking in this stage of my life okay so it matured and it was time for the uh, cocoon to hatch so that the butterfly could spring free. Most definitely. Yeah. Cause uh, I was really finding myself and, and, you know, I feel like when I did find out who I was as a person and who I wanted to be as an artist, I was like, you know what, I need to grow and mature with the music. So Rosh Grove just seemed a little bit more fitting. Plus I think it sounds a lot cooler. <laughs> you, know, just, you know, like I, I always imagined it like, you know, if you were, if I was to be in a movie or something, like it would sound really weird if it was like starring RTB the writer versus like Star <laughs> Grove. It's like, oh, okay, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
to be very candid with you, that's what it was all about. <laughs> I can understand that. No, the 2000s too, like the RTB, the writer sort of fit that sort of time frame of rap as well, where like a lot of people were using names sort of in that sort of style too. So I can see how that sort of develops too. Yeah. And you know, another thing is uh, I really rediscovered my love for R&B music and, and for pop and, you know, just looking at how some of the artists are like, you know, they literally most pop artists, it's just their name or, um, you know, it, it's something that represents them in terms of their personality. So I was like, you know what, like if I'm, I still want to be me, but I want to have a persona that, you know, the world can see. So Rosh Grove is just most fitting being that it's like a couple parts of my first and last name. For sure. Continuing to just keep that connection to being true to you. Most definitely. That's the name of the game out here, man. You got to be true to you. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about some of those first singles that you released as Rosh Grove, going back to that pop and R&B style. Let's talk about For a Little, play those games. And so you know, what was it like no. getting to this new style, finally starting to voice who you had no now know that you have become? For sure, man. I felt very relieved and just you know i felt free in a sense um i had just uh connected with um my boys uh brian bc crockett and and ashton adams as well as uh you know kings and kingdom studios movement and they really helped develop me as this new under this new persona and, and really taught me a lot about you know music and and and, and really elevated what i was doing at the time so I, I think the first track that we did um, was actually the For a Little song. And, you know, it, it felt so good because I wanted to create a song that, you know, was kind of synonymous with hookup culture and like, you know, how, how everybody feels and something that people could vibe to being that it was it was the summer when we did it. Um, so it, it was it was cool, man, because we created this really dope tune that, you know, a lot of people were feeling and it was catchy and you know, it, it really made me feel solidified into who I am as an artist and what I want the world to see of me. Um, Play Those Games was another one, too. You know, I prior to that, being RGB the writer, I was always very emotional. And a lot of my, my songs were very personalized to me. And I felt that that was missing the connection that a lot of people were trying to make with me. So with Play Those Games, it was more generalized, but still personal in the sense that you can look at that song and hear it, but you can still relate it to your own life. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it, it, that's a dope record because, you know, I started as a rapper, so I had to kind of keep that element within the R&B world. Um, and it just was me coming out to the world saying that here I am and I'm proud of who I am and I'm not going to apologize for, for what happens here on out because, you know, artistic expression is something that, it was within all of us and we shouldn't have to apologize for how we feel on the inside. As long as it doesn't like, you know, disrespect people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, for um, sure. Yeah. So it was very, very fun, man. And, and it really made me feel comfortable in the, in the, in the, under the new name. Okay. Fantastic. So that was 2019 and 2020 here. You started to release a series of EPs known as Weekdays, beginning with Thursday, Friday released recently, and I'm sure Saturday will be the next <laughs> installment. So what exactly was the idea behind Weekdays? And for those who are listening, it is week as in W-E-A-K. 
For sure. Weekdays uh, is a very, is, is more of a concept uh, album in a sense that I wanted to tell the story of what it means to go through a relationship and, and all the sort of things that you experience. And it's not just like, you know, a romantic relationship, like a relationship with friends, relationships with yourself, and, you know, just really dive deep into what a person might be going through um, on a daily basis, right? And that kind of came into where the title of Weekdays fit. Um, but it was, it was, it's a very uh, interesting ride that I think uh, everybody's been taking on. Being that Thursday Feels was a lot more about love and, and you know, sadness in terms of, you know, how one feels after, you know, going through so much strife and struggle. Um, whereas Friday, Friday vibes, like brought more of a happy sort of tone to it. Um, like, you know, I wanted to, to make something that, you know, talked about the pursuit of happiness, um, in terms of love and struggle, um, and wanted to create something that showcased my talent as a songwriter and, and mixed elements of R&B pop, and even a little bit of alternative. Um, so I feel like with weekdays, you get a little vibe of everything because in throughout the day of a, or, or throughout, throughout a week, like we always experience different emotions and, and, and different things that happen. Um, so it's something that can kind of resonate with everyone. Like if, even if you're listening to it on like one of your saddest days, you can still find something, some sort of comfort within the music. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's got a wide array of vibes between the songs that are on these tracks you dived into exactly what thursday feels goes into so let's talk into the new one that released on june 12th the friday vibes and let's take a dive into each of the songs and exactly what their energy is so let's start off with the top track low key. well actually let's dive into the friday vibes energy what exactly were you trying to capture with all three of these songs Oh, most definitely. Um, it was really just going with what you feel or what an individual might feel on a Friday, you know, being that it's the the start of the weekend, it's the end of, uh, you know, a hard week. Um, and I was really trying to go for that feeling that you might get on the drive home preparing for the weekend. So, you know, you're letting go of all that strife and all that struggle that you went through, um, you know, Monday to Thursday, and now it's the Friday. So now it's time to, you know, turn up and to show out and to really experience and enjoy like what you're working so hard for you know which is like to spend your money and to, to, and to spend time with friends and whatnot um so jumping into it with with low key it's one of those songs that's just like a turn up track that you know makes you feel like a little bit gritty and makes you kind of gets you kind of hype you know like to start the weekend off mm-hmm. but sticking to my guns of like adding a, a personal touch to it it, it discusses my own desire for you know privacy in the sense that i don't want you to see all aspects of my life i want you to see what i want to share but let you know that i am deserving of the spotlight for all the good reasons you know what i'm saying i know it's kind of it might be kind of confusing but it's really just one of those things that i thought a lot of us could relate to because with with uh social media being such a big thing now it's like you know we want to put out what we want to share with the world. And even if we are personal about certain aspects of our life, I can release it when I want to on my own terms. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm very proud of the fact that I keep things low key 
um, for the sake that, you know, privacy is something that I want, but I'm still deserving of that spotlight if you're willing to look into it. Definitely. It's you, you like to keep things low because not everybody needs to know all of your business. And not everybody needs to share all of their business. But at the same time, you got to respect everybody else's wishes to do as they please with that information. Exactly. I think that just comes with, you know, you got to take things at face value, right? Like just because you read it on the news, or you read it on Six Buzz doesn't mean that it's necessarily the truth, you know? And um, that that's where I was coming from with that. And, you know, a lot, a lot of people are feeling that track. I got really some really good feedback and really good reception. And, you know, it was produced by um, Toronto-based producer Beatbuster. Shout out to him. Um, and, you know, it, it's one of those tracks that I was, I was really proud to, to put out there and see that people are enjoying it. All right, good. I'm glad to he- see that too. And it's definitely a hype track that can get you pumped up if that's what you're looking for. Let's jump into the next one. Sure. Gotta Let Go. So from my vibe of this song, it sort of sounds like sort of a uh, one-sided love, definitely going into the love aspect, the relationship aspect of this collection of EPs. So is that, am I right in thinking this sort of track or what exactly was the, was the goal here? Oh, most definitely. I think I was, I was looking at, you know, what it's like to date in 2020, um, being that we have like dating apps and, you know, we have like this whole push for online meeting people and stuff like that. Um, and just hearing stories from, you know, people around me about, you know, this whole ghosting culture and, and, you know, not really being sure about if this is love or lust or whatever. I wanted to create something that told that story, right. From my, from my perspective and my experience, right. Like, um, you know, it's just saying that I realize that I got to let go of this, even though I know that it might be good for me, but I'm not ready for it. Um, but it still kind of has that love aspect to it because, you know, it, it like there, there, there's love in, you know, this sort of uh, world. And, you know, I know a lot of people are, are, you know, looking at 2020 as like, oh, this is the worst time to date or whatever. But, you know, it's just a different way of going about things, right? Like, you know, we can't, the, the world constantly evolves and, you know, we, we, we learn different things, you know, as we, as we grow older and, you know, it, it really just captures that sort of aspect of, of love. Um, but yeah, it's still, still something that has a good vibe that makes you feel good and make you want to dance to it, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes letting go, sometimes that also encapsulates good vibes as well and exactly. moving forward. Yeah, because you never know. Sometimes you just got to let go of, of something that might not be working for you to realize something that's better for you or good for you. Or sometimes things end up working out better in the future as people grow and maybe come back together. You never know what the future holds. Exactly. You love something, you got to let it go. and You never know, man. (laughs) You never know. You never know. So let's talk about Run and Gun, which definitely seems to be of a different style of love as well. For sure, man. Like This is probably one of my favorite tracks to do. It was um, produced, or sorry, this is one of my favorite tracks that I did. Um, it's produced by my man BC, um, and it, it just encapsula- encapsulates that whole vibe of, you know, what you want to do or what you want to say to that special someone. You know, I, I feel like it's something that uh, is a good way to 
address love in 2020, being that it's a new decade. And it's got that vibe that fits anything. Like it's one of those records that you could throw on in the car. Uh, you could throw it on a first date if you're driving, um, if you're at home chilling. You know, it, it, it's something that, you know, works perfectly to, to dedicate to that special someone. Man. And, and uh, you know, I wanted people to understand that there's still that kind of love out there. Like, you know, someone that you'll run and do anything for somebody that you're willing to put your life on the line for man like that love really does still exist and you know this this is that record that says that sort of thing Mm -hmm. where you'll drop anything in order to make it happen and be there if that person needs you and just like ride or die exactly exactly that's exactly why i called it run and gun because it's like you know you want everybody has that sort of love or has had that experience where you know you have a ride or die man that you'll do anything for it Mm-hmm. Fantastic. All right. I love going through this EP and I love listening to it as well. So thank you so much for joining me here today, Rosh. I still have one last question for you, but before I ask it, where can the listeners of the DTP find out more about you and your music? For sure, man. You can check me out on IG. That's probably like the main way that I communicate all the new stuff happening, but I'm actually fortunate to be on all major platforms. So even if you got Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Rosh has got you, man. Just search up Rosh Grove and you'll find me. And and I look forward to connecting with y'all and appreciate your support and, and the love, man. All right. Fantastic. So last question. Say there's a young person, because I mean, your message of your music, very much of overcoming adversity and coming over obstacles coming out and being a better person so say that there's someone who's listening to this right now and maybe even like because it's the pandemic maybe they're trapped at home but even maybe beforehand they were trying to find the means to express who they are whether it's through acting whether it's through music whether it's through something else what would you say to that individual to continue to fight forward to continue to pursue their passions and their dreams and what they feel they can achieve. Mm-hmm. The best piece of advice that I ever got was never take it as no, always take it as not right now. Hmm. Um, the one thing that I always had personally was I never let something stop me from pursuing it because I was so passionate about it. And as long as you have that passion and you keep that drive, you can literally do anything. You can overcome any obstacle that you put your mind to. Um, Don't ever give up. Don't settle for less. Always look to improve yourself and always seek out other opportunities because you never know when one door closes, you might just have to turn around and there's another one that's waiting to open. for you. Um, So keep going, keep pushing, keep striving. And just know that one day your dreams will come to fruition, man. And I'm living proof to tell anybody that, that I've gotten pretty low at some points, but I kept going and I kept pushing because I love doing this. I love music. I love film. And, you know, I always knew that one day, like things would happen if I just had the right keys. So keep going, keep striving and you'll get there. Hey, sometimes rock bottom is a great place to pick yourself back up and get on your feet again. Exactly. It's a jump off point, man. Like every runner and every sprinter starts on the ground, man. And then, you know, they have to kind of find their way and just keep going along the track. So that's that's how you have to treat life.
Hey. Everything starts from the bottom and you work your way up to the top. Hey, every plane also starts on the ground as well. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me today, Rosh Grove. Of course, man. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it to all the listeners out there. Thank you so much for listening and God bless, man. <laughs> Have my eyes closed, go with the blindfold, and still it won't obstruct the view. Whipping the ride slow, watching the time go, still have my mind caught up on you. All of this money don't compete with what you do to me. I'm stuck and I'll repeat and loop. Let caution flow within the breeze and hopes I find some peace, no joke. Girl, what I need is you I heard the shot ring and I got it First I was wondering, now I'm convinced Falling so hard before I even slip So don't you trip But if you did, no, I'll run for you Stumble, trip, fumble, slip I'll pick you up and I'll come for you the clip gas the whip i'm pulling up and i'll gone for you long as we know it we don't need to show it so i'll risk it all for you Girl, i'll come for you i'll run it up i'm pulling up out here like yo what's up with you run and gun for you usually i'm on the low when it comes to these emotions So afraid to let it show Put everybody through the motions Never trust a single soul That's just how it is when you are broken What I find with you, I'm open Didn't know I had a need for your love Give me everything I need and then some Turn a nigga to a fiend for a hug Putting in your soul deep, making numb Always felt it was so hard Trying to cover up most scars Feel I'm above the bar with you I heard the shot ring and I got it First I was wondering, now I'm convinced Falling so hard before I even slip So don't you trip But if you did, no, I'll run for you Stumble, trip, fumble, slip I'll pick you up and I'll come for you the clip gas the whip i'm pulling up and i'll gone for you long as we know it we don't need to show it so i'll risk it all for you Girl, i'll come for you i'll run it up i'm pulling up out here like yo what's up with you run and gun for you stumble trip fumble slip i'll pick you up and i'll come for you the clip gas the whip i'm pulling up and i'll gone for you long as we know it we don't need to show it so i'll risk it all for you i'll come for you i'll run it up i'm pulling up out here like yo what's up with you run and gone for you
And taking you into the weekend with those Friday vibes, we just played for you a run and gun. And hopefully, hopefully you got that somebody who makes your heart flutter, makes it race that you can hang out with this weekend. And I mean, if not, I mean, you're still killing it out there on your own. I see you rocking it all confidently, being all swinging it single and whatnot. Yeah, I see ya. I see ya. Either way, though, yeah, we just played Run and Gun for you, and we also played the other two tracks off of Weekend's Friday Vibes by Rosh Grove. Of course, in the middle of the show, we played Gotta Let Go, and to kick off this episode of the DTP, you heard Low Key. Alright, and with that being said, I have to go ahead and give a big old roaring DTP thank you to Rosh for joining us here on today's episode, and I have to thank Amanda over at Vogab Communications for helping with hooking this chat up. And last, last but not least, I have to thank you for tuning into this episode of the show. Why don't you go ahead and join the ambush? It's super simple. All you got to do is subscribe. You can also help the show grow by reviewing and by sharing. This episode, another way that you can help the show is by going and checking out I love DTP.com. We got two new designs coming next week. Yes, yes, you heard me right. You've heard me talking about them over the last couple weeks of the podcast. But yes, the new tank top, it's coming. Yes, the new t-shirt, our first colored t-shirt is coming it's going to be like a nice teal aquamarine thing going on and it's going to be fantastic i'm hyped for you guys to see it so yeah by the time you guys hear next week's episode those are going to be available for you in your hands go and check out our social media so you can find out exactly when they drop all right next week you guys know that we're gonna have another exciting journey as we put our paws in the sand and join another amazing driven individual who is chasing down their dreams and goals you know they're top of their mountain so they can let their voice sing their desert oasis so they can get to some relaxing until next week that's exactly what i want you guys to do as well get out there Reach for the stars, do your thing, and be your own queen or king, whatever it is that you choose. And until next week, bye-bye.